Hey, all my littles and my bigs, it's Barbara Jarabek here with the marvel of my ordinary life. Episode number 42, Get It Off of Me. Mm-hmm. Makes you wonder, once upon a time, there was a little girl named Barbara. That would be me in this story. I'm about 10 years old, and my sister Nancy, best sister ever, was 12 years old, and my brother Johnny, king of the rascals, was 11 years old. When we grew up, we did not go on fabulous vacations around the world on ships and to other countries. My dad, my poor dad, mostly tried to take us camping, which was only mildly successful. We liked it, but it was always like such an ordeal. We'd have this heavy, heavy tent that was an old army tent made of canvas. It was so heavy and took forever to set up. And by the time we did, it was usually dark on our first day and we'd always be complaining because we didn't get to go to the lake yet or whatever. My mom, best mom ever, so funny. I love my mom. She had a friend who we called Auntie Jean. You know, when you have relatives that you spend so much time with and they're just like really, really, really close so that you call them auntie or uncle. Well, this was Auntie Jean and Uncle George. They had a house up on Lake Tahoe at Rubicon Bay. It was an old-fashioned house, kind of somewhere between a cabin and a regular house. It was 99 long wooden steps down to the water. But when you got to the water, there was a pier, and it was so fun. We would spend all day down there, slathered in uh, suntan lotion, because, you know, who wants to have all their kids sunburned? And the three of us would literally spend all day down there, which come to think of it was kind of funny. Like there was nobody watching us. It was just Johnny, Nancy and I jumping in the water. She had a little tiny dog named Tammy and Tammy would be floating around in the floaty with Nancy. Johnny, oh my gosh, you all. He would get up super early in the morning, go down those steps, you know, bunga, 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 down 99 steps with a fishing pole. He also had, and this is a big no. And why he even had this, I do not know. He had a a spear gun like you would use in the ocean. He would take it into Lake Tahoe. I'm pretty sure that's not okay. He put on a diver's mask with a snorkel, paddle, 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 out early, early morning, barely before the sun is up, but there's tons of fish getting little bugs and whatnot. He'd swim out there with his spear gun and he would dive in and there would just be masses of trout and he would spear them. And then he would come up and they'd be dead now because they had a spear hole through him. He would string them up on a really thin rope, and then he'd sit there and fish. So a lot of the fish he caught were the way you're supposed to catch them with a fishing pole, but the rest of them he shot with a spear gun, which is like this huge arrow. I remember walking down and going, wow, Johnny, you caught a lot of fish. And yeah, yeah, I did. I caught a lot of fish today. I go, why do those ones have such big holes in their heads? Hey, be quiet, Barbara. You're going to get me in trouble. I'm like, oh, brother, that's so unusual usual walking back up the stairs all 99 with this huge 
huge rope fall of trout. Literally, there was probably 20 trout on there. The next door neighbor standing on their deck looking over at us with coffee. Wow, what are you using for bait? Johnny knew he wasn't supposed to be spearfishing. So he was like, yeah, you know, I use worms and stuff. Okay, Barbara, let's go. And we go past this guy. And I remember that he looked over and he was like, hey, are you spear fishing? Johnny said, what? I What? No, come on, Barbara, let's go. We never went spear fishing after that. We had such a good time at Lake Tahoe between the floaties and the dogs and the spear fishing and tons of crawdads. We would actually catch a lot of them too and boil them up like a lobster and they were so good. Super hard to eat, but super good. We barbecued all the time. We would go horseback riding, which was so much fun. Oh, oh, one morning we decided that we would go horseback riding, the three of us. And I think that mom and dad, Auntie Jean and Uncle George were thrilled because they would have a moment of silence, like a couple hours of peace and quiet and not have to worry about us. Well, we also got the neighbor kids to come and I was the rough and tumble girl. And these girls, of course, were an upgrade. They were so, my hair is perfect. My little bathing suit's perfect. My cover up is perfect. My riding clothes are perfect. And I had on, you know, just a hodgepodge of everything. And my hair was all sticking up. Down we walked. It was probably a mile and a half. Down we walked along the side of the road to the stables. We got on the horses. We had a really nice ride. That was something I was familiar with. So I was all good riding my horse. And afterwards, mom and dad had given us money to stop at like a little restaurant, really, you know, mom and pop kind of restaurant with burgers and whatnot. So we stopped. We all went in and sat down and we're eating. And there was a fair amount of whispering going on at the table. And I didn't (laughs) think that much about it until, okay, my brother and his friends said, we're going to go to the bathroom. So they got up, went to the bathroom, and I waited and I waited. And Nancy had walked home a long time ago. Well, she was very much to herself. So it was just my brother and these kids left. They went to the bathroom. They never came back to the table, you all. The waitress came back and she gave me the bill. And I'm just a little kid and I'm like, what? Okay, well, my brother went to the bathroom (gasps) and she looked at me and she goes, you know, they left, right? Left where? I look out the window. In the parking lot is my brother and these three other kids just laughing and pointing. I burst into tears. I was so scared. I'm going to be in so much trouble and this lady's going to make me wash dishes and how am I going to pay? And this is awful. Johnny started whacking the other kids on the arm. Oh, shoot, I'm going to be in trouble. So he came running back in and he said, Barbara, why do you always have to cry? Of course, I'm not going to leave you. Oh, yeah, I bet. I think he totally was. He paid. The lady gave him (sighs) a real dirty look like, what a mean brother you're being right now. I went back out and of course, all the other kids are giving me grief. Don't be such a baby. They're the same age as me. They need to stop that. So I never wanted to hang out or go horseback riding or anything with them again. And that night, it was just Nancy and I because Johnny went off with his new cool friends that apparently were just rascals. So I do not know what they were up to, but they were not with us. Nancy and I went down in the dark, which was so fun. We used to do this all the time. Down the 99 wooden steps to the water. It was just like, thump, 
thump, you had to be super careful and hold on to this really rickety railing. It was always creaking and you're like, uh, don't fall. And you would always get splinters because it was a million years old and the splinters were like daggers. So you didn't want to drag your hand along the uh, railing. You had to be really careful. We got to the bottom and we'd sit there with our feet in the water. Oh my gosh, that pier was so beautiful. Every once in a while, you'd hear a motorboat go by and we'd, you know, we meaning me because Nancy was like, Barbara, be quiet. I would yell, hi, hi, we're sitting here in the dark. And they were doing their little honk, honk on their boat horn and they'd go flying by and it was so fun. And as the night went on, Nancy and I would see bats and they would be dive bombing bugs on the water. And I remember the first time I saw them thinking, oh my God, bats, they're going to get us. And Nancy said, Barbara, they are not going to get us. That is an old wives tale. People always say they fly in your hair. They do not. That is an old wives tale. I said, okay. But I sat real close to her being like, yeah, I don't want the bats to get me. And what would they do? I mean, my hair was so short. There's no way that anything could get tangled in it. We sat there and we watched them dodge and, you know, weave and eat in the mosquitoes. And it was so peaceful and beautiful. Then it got to the point where it's like, okay, it's getting pretty late. Let's go back up. So up we went the 99 steps. Bonkity 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 bonk. As we're getting to the top, Nancy and I started looking at the house and we said, you know what? The legs of the deck of this house are so tall. Let's sit underneath it like a fort and we'll watch the bats from there. But okay, that sounds cool. Let's go do that. So underneath the deck we go. We're sitting there. There's just, you know what people put under decks. They put all their old pool stuff and there's some old boxes of who knows what. We're sitting there watching the bats. And when I say there's a lot of bats, there are a lot of bats. There's bobbing through the air. If you've ever watched a bat, which I highly recommend, they zoom and turn so quickly. It's just beautiful. It's beautiful and amazing. Wow, watch how they catch that little bug. Look how quickly they turn. We started standing up to kind of look and see were there any more on the edges. Right about that time, we noticed the bats were starting to come under the deck where we were. I said, Nancy, I don't like this. Let's go back up. Barbara, it's an old wives tale. Besides, you don't even have any hair. I have hair and Nancy had beautiful hair. Mine was pixie cut, tiny, tiny, short. Always afraid the lady was going to cut my ears, but she never did. Nancy had this beautiful auburn, just naturally beautiful hair. And so I thought to myself, well, she's probably right. Besides, even if a bat did come down here, it wouldn't go. And right about the time I started thinking it wouldn't go in my hair, it would go in hers. Yes what in came about so close to her that when she turned to run, she said, ah, and she gave a squeal. The bat literally got tangled in the back of her hair. Her hair kind of flew out. And as fast as a bat is about dodging and weaving, it was like her hair became a net that just ensnared the bat. She was screaming at first. She thought it was me. Barbara, let go, let go. I was like, it's not me. There's a bat in your hair. Oh my gosh, you never heard someone scream so loud. She's like, get it out, get it out, get it out, get it out. I'm like, I don't know how to get a bat out of your hair. Dad, dad, Nancy has a bat in her oh. hair. You can hear my dad coming. Thump, 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 thump. Well, just hold still. You don't want it to bite you. Nancy and I look at each other. Ah! It never occurred to us it might bite her. We just went nuts. We were running in circles. 
Dad's running after us. Hold still, hold still. Finally, he got a towel. He got Nancy to hold still. This poor thing is, you know, a bat is basically a flying rat. It's kind of fuzzy and has these little tiny snaggy feet and these little hooky things on its wings. So the poor thing is super tangled in Nancy's hair. And Dad's like, maybe we should just cut your hair. We're not cutting my hair. Get it out. Get it out. Get it out. The dad's just like raking the hair away from the bat, kind of grabs the bat with a towel, and then just throws the whole towel out from under the deck. You see this blob fly away. And I'll tell you, Nancy and I never watch the bats from under the deck again. I think we did watch them from the pier. Let me tell you, we wore hats, those old fishing hats forevermore. I think old wives' tales come from somewhere, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, have a good summer. Have fun. Go bat watching. Wear a hat. See you later. Bye.